Hey there, green future growers. Thanks for joining us today. If you're new to the show, I hope you'll subscribe on iTunes or your favorite Android app. And let's get growing. Hello, hello, hello. Oh, you are. Okay. Hey, everybody. It is me, Jackie Marie Byer, here on the mic on Saturday, April 18, 2020, in the middle of the stay-at-home pandemic. And I just wanted to see how's everybody doing out there. I just did an awesome interview with Heather Wood. And when you hear it, you're going to be like, this is what I love about Jackie's podcast. Because there are other people out there who are passionate about saving our planet as I am. And I know you are a green future grower if you're listening to the show. And you care about our planet as much as anything. And you just want to know. And she's going to inspire you to become a honeybee keeper. Um... And anyway, I just wanted to quickly talk about a few things that are going on here. So yesterday, we had a big snow here in northwest Montana at the beginning of April. So our ground is just about to be worked. I have over 20-something years worth of data. And for the most part, in those 20 years, Mike planted, you know, things that can go in the ground as soon as work, like lettuce and spinach and um, peas and things like that. The, between April 7th and April 14th. So this year it's April 18th. He probably would have that stuff in the ground maybe within the last day or two, maybe by the 15th this year, if he hadn't been having to um, re-fence so much stuff. So he's been working on the fence this week. Um, so he's been doing a lot of that alone, which is hard because I am not much help when it comes to fencing. But I did go out there and weed a bed. Like, I am determined my kale is going in the ground. We ordered um, a whole bunch of seeds from Baker Creek. Mike wants to try some new heirloom tomato seeds that he put in cups, and they're about an inch high. I think he probably put those seeds in the um, cups a week or so ago. So if you haven't started stuff, um, I would definitely start soon if you want tomatoes. Otherwise, you can get tomato starts from your local nursery. But if you're going to try to grow them from seeds, it's probably about time to get them going if you're in the north of the United States, like in a climate like that. What else does he have? He had broccoli starts that he started. He didn't plastic in our porch this year and do a bunch of starts. So um, I don't know what we're going to do. But we did order some seeds from Baker Creek, and then we ordered a whole bunch from Johnny's. And I ordered some of Melissa Norris's um, what is it? Lugano paste tomato number five or something. I don't know. If you look at the Melissa Norris, which is right on my homepage, um, I put, I made sure I went back and put the link right on her show notes. Um, Lugano Marzano's, I don't know, but it's so funny. I just read this book about Switzerland. I guess there's a Lugano Switzerland and a Lugano Italy, but Mike said to paste tomatoes grow really well here. He doesn't really like to grow them as much, but I am determined to make salsa this year and maybe even can some tomatoes because we buy a ton of canned tomatoes. I've never really been, you know, good at canning, but maybe this year, I don't know. I just think we're going to try to plant a lot. I bought 70 pounds of potatoes yesterday. 20 pounds of Yukons, 20 pounds of Reds, and then there were three other kinds, so I thought we'll just try 10 pounds of each. I don't know if Mike is as excited that I bought so many as I did. I don't know if he has the room, so I don't know what we're going to do with all those seed potatoes, but I was just like, let's grow some food. So um, what else is going on here? So we're about to put our seeds in the ground outside, things that can go in the ground outside, um, it's pretty cold. It rained last night, so that was perfect. 
Um, so my bed is just ready to plant. And then I looked up what is a good companion plant to go with kale. And um, what was it? There was like um, asparagus, beets, celery. I remember it was like A, B, C. There was a bunch of other things. We talked about maybe putting some spinach in there. Spinach was a good companion plant. Um, but I might just do a bed full of kale. <laughs> I just felt like I did not have enough greens in my freezer. Usually I freeze Swiss chard and, um, spinach, but then since I found the kale, I don't know if I'll ever plant spinach again. I don't see the point because spinach in Montana bolts just super easily and kale's more nutritious anyway, and it holds up better and it's going to probably grow all the way till November. Like you put it in and it's tall. It's really nice. It's easy to harvest. Um, so I'm super excited about my dinosaur Lacinto kale. I do not like purple curly kale. I don't like 90% of the kale they sell in the store, but that dinosaur Lacinto, it's big leaves. It's kind of a flat. It's really dark. It's got a great taste. You can cook it. You can chop it. You can saute it. You can do so many things with it. Um, and it's not like the overwhelming kale flavor. So that's what's new here. Hope everything's good with you guys and just... Thank you so much for listening, but I know this is a great podcast because my guests are amazing. And again, I'm looking for guests. I am so, I got to tell you from a teacher's point of view, my eyes staring at my computer. Mike finally built me a stand-up desk this week, which was so nice on Thursday because my legs, like I am, I, I do a hangout from nine to nine twenty, nine twenty to nine forty, like straight through practically from nine to 12 or 9 to 11.45, and then I take a break, and then from 12.45 to 1.30, I read Harry Potter to um, any kids in my class. But it's so fun to see them. I miss them like crazy. Um, it'd be super great to me if we go back May 1st or May 15th and get to get in the classroom, but I, you know, I certainly don't want to go back if it's going to put... I have, I think, three parents who are working doctor's offices um, you know, and I would never want to put any of them at risk. So I wear my mask. I'm still a little confused about the gloves thing. Like I feel like if I wear gloves when I'm out and then I leave them in my car or I wash them right away, um, that's not bringing all that stuff that I'm touching out in public. But I, you know, Mike and I don't have running water right now. So even though we have tons of water and he's super good about keeping the wood stove full, it's just a little bit harder to clean at my house than other people's places. You know, going, I have to go do my laundry. I can't just throw everything, a load of laundry at night and just wash my gloves every day like I would like to. But I don't know. I hope things are good where you are. I hope you're staying safe. I hope you're not going crazy indoors and you're getting lots of fresh air and exercise. Um, and uh, if you want to be my guest... You know, this is the time that I love to talk and try to get people in there. And, but I am super busy, like, and my eyes are burning. <laughs> like, I can't believe how much more time this is on a computer for teachers. And then that's not including, like, since I only do a 20 minute hangout, I have to, like, record videos for my kids to watch and then um, grade their papers. And it's just so much. My eyes are really sore. But, um, you know, this information is so valuable. And I was just telling Mike today, I was like, I just, I just want to go for a drive just to get to listen to my favorite podcast. So if this is one of your favorite podcasts, I know you're probably happy to hear, 
um, stuff going out. And I'm sure you listened to Diane Blazik talk about Victory Gardens was so amazing. And Matthew Zoller came back and just had such great interviews. And I'm just about to re, um, to play a straw bale gardening one I did with Joel Karsten. That was good. I mean, we have Marla from the Green Gab on and, um, and then who was the other one? I just love Joan Gregerson from the Earth Week Summit. And I started watching the replay videos this morning was awesome. Although I don't know if that's just because the summit, I think to get the replay, you have to maybe pay for them. But um, it was just so fantastic to see all these dedicated people um, on that online Earth Summit. And have a happy Earth Day this week. So can you believe Earth Day is Wednesday, I think, April 22nd, 2020. And I hope you're going to do something fun. I just got out my puppets from the turtle mishap play I like to do with my students. I haven't figured out how we're going to do that this year. I have a great play about Gaylord Nelson, who was the um, congressman who founded the Earth Day idea. It's such a great one. So happy Earth Day, everybody. And I'd love to know what you're planning and growing in your garden. It's just so great whenever somebody reaches out to me and tells me what's going on in their garden and I don't know. Stay safe, everybody. Have a great day. Bye. Do you know someone who would benefit from the Organic Gardener podcast? If you like what you hear, we'd love it if you'd share the Organic Gardener podcast with a friend. Thanks again for listening. And remember, grow local.